It's showtime. Showtime. Welcome to the party, pal. Welcome to the Salt and the Smoke Cigar Cast. I'm Drew, joined by Mo. Yo. Moo Cow. Nothing but bull. And Brad tonight. Hey, thanks for inviting me back. What's going on, man? Uh, not much, guys. I'm uh, lighting up Blockhead. Blockhead. Cro-Magnet? Yeah, it's a Aquitaine. Aquitaine nice. Blockhead. Yeah. Great stick. Now, now we got to give we got to give Brad a real intro here, right? Like, do we? Who this guy is and all this shit. Does uh, anybody care? <laughs> oh, I mean, like, he probably knows half our listeners, right? Um, so Brad is uh, either LCCJ or Cigar LCCJ. You might know him from social media. He takes bomb-ass pictures, and he knows a shit yes, ton about does. boutique cigars. So welcome, Brad. Thanks. Thanks for saving me a seat. I was actually on the podcast, we looked like two and a half years ago. It's been a while. Which is about yeah. the last time we podcasted. <laughs> yeah. I think I was your last guest. <laughs> We needed a hiatus after that. Let's hope this yeah. is not foreshadowing. Oh, man. <laughs> yep. Um, so, Brad, welcome. This is, uh, this is awesome, man. It's good yeah, to have thanks you. For, thanks for having me back on. I've been listening since you guys uh, re- restarted and been listening every week. So, apparently, you have some thoughts on some of the stuff that we've been discussing. Yeah. Let's, yeah, let's I do. It. I got I got some questions for you and some. I just want your guys' opinion. Look at that! Um, He's bringing the content and everything. Not yeah. not many people value unless, that. So unless unless you guys got uh, topics this week, we do, but we'll get to those. Yeah, we can save them. All right. I know you're you're shocked, so are we? <laughs> right. I mean, <laughs> we'll get into Davidoff's in about half an hour, and you guys can go. <laughs> You better believe it. <laughs> I don't move. I, uh, you remember about a month ago, I beat you up pretty bad online. You remember why? What you, <laughs> no. what you, what you had. And, uh, you had, uh, it's a, it's the biggest question I have as a cigar smoker is you, I call it your cigar purse. What, what kind of cigar case do you guys use? Remember that, Rich? Oh, yeah. I was calling yeah, yeah. it a purse. Uh, uh, I couldn't of... figure it out because you, you pretty much beat me up with every post. I know. I, you know, <laughs> you got to have fun. <laughs> but that, that same day, a friend of ours posts, there's a cigar case that these other cigar cases, it looks like you're carrying a bomb around. It's like a black case with like a, they probably hold about 50 cigars. You guys have seen these before. Yeah, I yeah, have those, one. Yeah, like Herfador things. Right, right. Yeah. So as a cigar smoker, how do you, you know? Do you do you go out to the bar with the purse, or do you go out with the thing that looks like you're carrying a bomb? The bomb. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Well, I'll, I'll start by answering that question because I know when I'm on the road and I have samples, I take mm-hmm. my. I don't as much anymore, uh, but I did, especially at first, because now I just send samples out usually to the brokers, but. Um, I used to carry that Zycar, like, uh, I think it's an 80 count, I think is what the with the one you're talking about. So it's an <coughs> right, 80 count. Right. And to be able to get more cigars in it, I actually took out the padding, except one row. Yep. So, man, I just pile cigars in there. And it just, I think, Drew, you taught me that trick. Oh, yeah. I have the uh, uh, 50 count that I do that with. 
Yeah, and you could you could I could fit probably about a hundred cigars in there, depending on the vitola and stuff. And you guys just walk around with that thing. Doesn't don't people look at you like, oh, this guy's walking around with a? They walk right yeah, into the cigar me, shop. Believe me, believe me, I know. <laughs> they, they look at Mo like that, regardless of what he's holding. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, that. Um, yeah, you get no. You know, it depends where you're at. But I, man, even through the uh, through the airport, sometimes you'll have guys oh, go. Geez. I was on the uh, I was on the airplane the other day, and a guy mm-hmm. goes, "Oh, you must be a cigar smoker." And I said, "How did you know?" He goes, "Well, the Zycar case." And so we started talking <laughs> about cigars. All right. He was yeah. like, "It's either that, or you're gonna blow the whole fucker up." So, <laughs> so, so, Rich, when you get on the you airplane on? with with your man purse, do you get that? Do you, oh, you must be a cigar smoker because you have a purse. <laughs> <laughs> well, I haven't had it long enough to get on an airplane with it yet. All right, um, but. To answer your question, I, I'll take that if I have just a couple of cigars I want to smoke because it only fits like mm-hmm. five or six in there, right? So okay, if I'm going somewhere where I'm where I'm either going to take a lot of cigars to like hand cigars out or whatever, um, I'll have to take something else like those big old cases. But no, my my man purse so far has only gotten positive comments um, except from Brad. So I didn't say anything negative. I just called it a man purse. That's fair. No, the guys <laughs> at the cigar shop seem to like it enough. Um, but I think you also walk into a cigar shop with something like that, and they're like, well, this guy's mm-hmm. going to spend some money on cigars, so I'm going to be nice to him. No, well, I can see that, yeah. Because, you know, you threw, you threw down a bunch of money for a leather case. Then mm-hmm. Yeah, they, when, they see you walk, when they see you walk in with a, with a man purse, they know you're off the cliff with the cigar game. So That's about right. <laughs> <laughs> about it what do you do brad i just stay at home and (laughs) (laughs) i I don't know i really don't travel i actually i got a little 15 comb i got stickers on it and yeah yeah. you don't have you guys you don't have a purse my wife does so i'm you know when we go out or whatever she's like you want to go to the cigar bar i'm like yeah ditch the makeup ditch the lipstick we got to put v cutter straight cutter four flame (laughs) you know so i load up i see i load up her purse every time we go out so that works nice Mm -hmm. you know i don't have to worry about getting stopped by the police and i don't have to uh, worry about carrying my own purse so works good (laughs) (laughs) so that's the trick Mm-hmm. There we go. <laughs> what do you? Uh, yeah, I would say fifty or the eighty count for business, and I have a fifteen count for personal. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know that I'll if I go to the cigar shop and stuff like that. Yeah, that fifteen's nice. Some, yeah. Sometimes yeah, I yeah. carry both. <laughs> well, that that's excessive, don't you think? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that is. You know when. <laughs> Mr. Big Shot over here using yeah, both I know, hands. Yeah. I never know yeah. what to smoke. That gives me options. <laughs> you're, you're the least adventurous out of any of us. What do you mean you need options? You need about he, three options. Right. No. He, pack, he packs Can 40 Nika Rustica. <laughs> <laughs> he packs 40 Nika Rustica on one side and 40 uh, <laughs> Opus, Opus X on the other side. Yeah. I haven't had a Nika in a while. Thanks, man. <laughs> what do you got going tonight? Uh, I'm inside, so nothing. Wow. It's a little. All right. It's a little chilly here. Yeah, chilly everywhere. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's actually not bad here tonight. What if you guys go on Instagram and you see the cigar smokers and they have mm-hmm. pipes, you know, like they take like, I don't even know, tobacco and you stick it in a pipe, like a wood pipe, and you smoke this. What do you guys think about that? It seems like it's getting to be pretty popular. Is it really? Like putting a cigar I, in your pipe I, or like no, normal you put, tobacco? Yeah, I don't know. Pipe tobacco or whatever. I don't know what it is. So you just smoke yeah. a you pipe? The, like normal? Yeah, like like uh, yeah, like Sherlock Holmes <laughs> or something, you know? <laughs> but I can't I can't go a day on like going on Instagram and not seeing What's all the, know, a cigar person going to these pipes. It's all the hipsters. Yeah. You know, you guys ever smoked pipe? When I was in retail, I, I what I saw was uh, in terms of pipes. <laughs> Sorry, my bad. <laughs> what was that? No, nothing. Just go on. That was, that was Drew chuckling about smoking pipe. Oh. Uh, so go yeah. ahead and tell us more about yourself smoking just, pipe here. Just go on. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was gonna say that there is there is definitely a younger uh, generation of pipe smokers now, for sure. Yeah, I saw that. All, yeah, there is. It's, it's a lot kind of, of fucking, made a resurgence. It's a lot of fucking around, is what it is. <laughs> you know, they got. I hear it's a lot of work. Jam that in there, perfect. And then you know, when we're done with a stogie, we just throw it in the ashtray. They got a. I don't even know what they got to do, but I see them at my <laughs> shop dinking around with that. I'm like, that doesn't even look fun. <laughs> It's a lot of work. It is. Yeah, I have no interest. <laughs> I really don't. Right. It's faster though, right? So if it's cold outside, people might switch to that. Just smoke a smaller cigar. Oh, there is that. <laughs> uh, all right. All right. I got a I, I got a question that everyone's been wanting to know from Mo, but we're gonna save it to the end so they, people have to either fast forward or listen to it. But you're not gonna like this question, Mo. Yeah. Well, if you save it to the end, we can just chop it off the recording. That's yeah, perfect. That's true. We'll save it. Yeah, so let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> so if you don't hear the question at the ahead. end, we got rid of it. Nope. Nope. Everyone wants to know this question from Mo, so but they're gonna have to listen. They're gonna have to listen to you guys babble for a hour at least. <laughs> you got, you got twenty more minutes, that's it. Why why am I nervous right now? Like I'm kinda like I'm shaking a little bit. Should be. No. Not, Nothing gets Mo razzled. It is just cold outside. Uh, you guys see this new this new website that IPCPR put together, cigaraction.org? Yeah, what is that about? Yeah, yeah. yeah, so that's all about getting some people to sign up for email alerts when there's legislation coming up or email your legislators to tell them that you don't want cigar regulations. So that could be kind of cool. We talked about that last week where people need to get off their asses a little bit. Mm-hmm. Why, why don't I care about that at all? And I'm not the only one. You guys have talked about in the past where we've had the petitions, you know, and there's 30,000 cigar smokers on a chat group, but only mm-hmm. 9,000 people signed this petition. Why, you know, I mean, number one, I, I did email my legislators, but I don't, I don't follow it. I don't care. Why don't people, 
That's a good because question. Had, because you're, because you're had, in the majority by a lot, but, right? Right. Really in the majority. And you know, and I'm as I'm a big smoker as anybody, and I would hate for anything to happen. But I just I never take any action, and I don't know. <laughs> I think part of that is just politics right now, and and these days is most people don't do a damn thing anyway. I think most people just unless it directly affects them, and and the problem is with this is. And, the day when the day comes that it directly affects you, it's too late. Yep. So if you're not going to be proactive in in doing your part to stem these regulations or to whatever, um, you know, it, you're going to look back and be like, "Man, I wish I did more." And that goes for, like I said last week, not just consumers, but uh, everybody involved with cigars, retailers, manufacturers, reps, whatever. Um, so, you know, is the website a step in the right direction? Sure. Yeah, it's, it's a cool thing. Not bad. Mm-hmm. It can't hurt. Right. Um, right. Is it a little late? Yeah. <laughs> like but, three years. But, but here's the thing, is that the FDA continually comes out with, well, we're going to rethink this again. And they're still rethinking it. And I think part of that is they don't really understand what they're regulating or why they're regulating it. Premium cigars got thrown into this larger piece of legislation that was aimed at something else. I mean, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to go to a cigar shop and say, there's no fucking kids here. There just right. isn't. It's too dork. Cigars are too dorky, you know. <laughs> cigars don't become cool <laughs> until, like, you're in your late 20s. <laughs> right. For the most part, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. um, cigars, as I've said before on podcasts, and I think we all agreed, there is a certain something about cigars that is, is almost like a welcome to adulthood moment for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Like when you start enjoying cigars, you're now a man. It's weird. Yep. There, there just is that element to it. Old guys and that's, golf. Not, that's, that's not to discount <laughs> women consumers, which have, have definitely picked up a lot. And, and, but I'm talking from a guy's perspective, right? Sure. Like just how it is. Yeah. One other thing that I do think is probably affecting how nobody seems to care, right? So two and three years ago, they were saying that basically the sky is falling, right? Mm-hmm. We're all we're all screwed. And mm-hmm. basically it didn't. Um, and it had nothing to do with anybody actually doing anything. It just worked out that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I wonder if it's still more of the same. It's They're going to take your rights. It's going to be so bad. And then nothing happened. So now why should I care? You know, and, and just, you you got you guys, the cigar smokers, know this. I mean, you only really miss something until it's gone. I'm sure absolutely. You, guys, you know, <laughs> had a certain cigar that you were just bonkers over, and then it's gone, and then you're mm-hmm. like, ah, what? You know, and that's probably what's going to happen to us. You know, we're going to get cigars taken, you know, or taxed or whatever is going to change, and we're going to be like, we really should have. <laughs> well, shit. I, I, I could tell you that I'm not as. And, and I might be in the minority here. Um, I'm not as worried about the FDA, believe it or not, as I am the recent. Um, there has been an assault on just high tax rates for cigars. I mean, yeah, if you look yeah. at California, what they're trying to do, New York, all these places. Now, Illinois you know, got it. No, Illinois has always been high. But I mean, Cook if County. In the, yeah, in the city of Chicago proper, you're talking 50% tax. Easy. Yeah. Okay, so you have, um, when people say about the FDA, I think the FDA rules eventually, when they do settle on something, are going to be manageable. I don't think it's going to be 
as catastrophic as I think people made it out to sound, at least from what I know right now, okay? Mm-hmm. That could change completely. Like, I just had to submit something about the weight of my cigars for some reason, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, that's just a rude question. It really is. <laughs> you know? Uh, you don't ask anybody their weight. But no. the thing is, is that I'm more concerned with the tax structures that are coming out towards cigars. I think that is going to be uh, more harmful uh, as we move forward. And I, and I do think mm-hmm. that the future uh, legislation or whatever is going to be aimed more at online sales of cigars. That's why you're seeing a lot of the big companies going out and building brick and mortars and stuff like that and partnering mm-hmm. with brick and mortars. And um, that worries me, too, because those people have a vested interest in their own brands. So if you're a smaller guy, are you going to still be able to get into those shops, you know, and then you can't sell online either? Uh, So there's a lot of shit that's looming that worries me way beyond the FDA stuff at this moment, at this moment. But if we lose sight of the potential FDA impact, then we are all going to lose. So you still have to fight that front. But but there's other stuff that we need to concentrate on, too. Yeah, I don't know, man. Until until they really crack down on online marketplaces in a useful kind of a way, I don't I don't see much changing there, I guess. Because look at like Cuban cigars have been straight up illegal to buy right. online for a long, long time. But I can go order a box like right now and have it. Next Absolutely. Week. So mm-hmm. I just, it's just hard to. Hard to think Kyle, that they would track, there's a, crack down that hard. There's a lot of people that just cringed when you said that. They're like, this guy. <laughs> this. Like, Don't he, be talking about that shit. He's buying those Lanceros. No, he loves the Lanceros, man. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta floss your teeth somehow. <laughs> you guys all like Lanceros? Not a huge no, fan. No. Not really. That's the Cubans that are the best. Why not? Know. Why not? You read online, they're the best because they got the best leaf for the most, Stop you know, <laughs> why don't you guys like them? Brad, what? you know, I mean, do you agree? Well, first of all, let me ask you this. You listen to that podcast. Yeah. Do you remember what we said about people talking about how much they love Lanceros? Do you remember what we said? Mm-mm. No. Remind okay. me. I don't know. We pretty much agreed that a lot of that was I sound like an aficionado if I talk mm-hmm. about how great Lanceros are. Right. And that's kind of how I look at it. I don't know. I take a Corona right. over a Lancero any day. Right. Because you read reviews online and I mean, it's just, I forget how to describe it, but they, you know, Lancero has the most flavor because it's whatever. The highest wrapper to filler ratio or whatever. Right. Exactly. Yep. yep. And, you know, they can be nice, but Sure. A quarter of them are, you know, burning crazy and just hard to draw and it's got a lot of problems. But when you do get a good one. Sure. And it's another thing. You can't be out in public smoking a Lancero. Why not? Yeah. Well, in California, straws are illegal, so you'd probably... It it's is. like it's like smoking a pipe or walking around with a man purse, you know. It's like <laughs> <laughs> just you know, as much as we love our hobby, you do look foolish with some of this stuff. 
I'd agree with that. Most people would look at you funny. Right. If you had a, you know, I think that when people, when people imagine people smoking cigars, it's usually a larger ring gauge, a, you know, cause that's kind of what the, the stereotype, not stereotype maybe, but the, uh, what the projection of the lifestyle is. Yeah. The big cigar, the big boss with his big cigar. Right. Right. Big ass Mm -hmm. perfecto. Yeah. So I can see your point on that. It's not cool to smoke Lance Arrows. It's just not cool. <laughs> no, matter like what program, on, <laughs> no matter what you read No matter what you read online. <laughs> just say no. Uh, actually, I'm trying to think what the last really good Lance Arrow I had was. We're going to uh, be here gotta be, the go- gotta be the Goldie. Goldie. Illusione. Oh, yeah. I had an Epper. Oh, no. That was an 80 size. Upper Nate A size. That was good. All right, Brad. What's next? I don't know. I'm running out here. Oh, <laughs> I got a, I got a question from Josh Stanley. When are we going to get Patina in Houston? Patina I told in Houston. Him, yeah, I told him that you're too city to be selling cigars down there. They just won't buy them. Uh, Is that you know, true? Are you too the, city to sell no. cigars in Texas? Uh, so the closest place that would have patina would be in Galveston, mm-hmm. Galveston Cigar Company. Um, they, they, you know, and yeah, I'm always an open book. So I uh, just had a real tough time getting representation in Texas to take the line. Mm-hmm. Uh, so and, and when I did have them, uh, they really just didn't get to Houston much. Right. Um, they were more like Dallas, Fort Worth based type. Uh, but that is a big market. So eventually I have to find a way to be down there. So, um, yeah, man, I'm working on it. Believe me. It's not like I don't want to be in Houston. <laughs> It'd be great. <laughs> so, All right. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you, if you want a certain cigar in your cigar shop, you just have to mm-hmm. really continually ask for it. Anybody yeah. that wants any brand, not just patina, mm-hmm. but any brand and you want your shop to carry it, uh, you and some other influencers in the shop need to tell the owner, hey, man, we really want you to bring this in. I and, did. Uh, I did. You want me to tell you what happened? What yeah, happened? why not? I, um, so I went, I go to my local Prime Cigar. Is that Metro? Oh, Prime, Prime Cigar. And uh, they carry all the small brands. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah, I was yeah. actually in a humidor, and a guy walks in. He's like, like a customer walks in. He's got like a, like a Ziploc bag with a cigar in it. And he's like, hey, what are you smoking or what are you looking at? And I was like, all oh, these Roma crafts. So I was like, I love them. And I was like, you ever smoke them? He's like, and no one's ever, no one in my life has ever asked me what I'm looking at or what I'm smoking. So I'm like, mm-hmm. this is weird. He's like, oh, he's like, I like Liga 9. And I'm like, oh, God, get away from me. <laughs> <laughs> so I, you know, I'm like, okay. So I'm like, you never tried these Roma craft? I was like, they're cheap and they're really good. He's like, never heard of it. He's like, I like Liga and Liga T52. And I'm like, all right. So I get up to the register and I look in this Ziploc bag and he's actually, he's got a patina in there. Like a, mm. like a half smoked patina stubbed out in this bag. <laughs> so the owner's there and I'm like, whoa. I was like, you got a patina. I was like, that's my buddy's brand. I was like, my buddy from Chicago. I was like, that's his brand, you know, and he didn't really say much. And I was like, how come you don't carry these? And the owner was like, 
Oh, he's like, that brand's in every shop around here, so we won't carry him. So. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a point, though, but... No, that's not true. I'm only in uh, Lake Country and... Uh, and nice ash in Waukesha. And That's you're it. in and you're in um, West Dallas too at uh, oh, Havana. Yeah, Havana. Can't but forget that's not that. that. That's not that close. That's not that close. Yeah, that's, that's it's pretty funny I, though. I you're too by, popular, Mo. He can't I, buy I, your shit because you're too I, cool. I, I, I <laughs> yep. stopped by Prime. He wasn't there. The owner wasn't there. I stopped okay. by. And um, that's the guy who does Isabel, right? That guy. Yeah, I'm not sure what they got going on with that, but yeah. So, um, yeah, we stopped in and he wasn't there, and I don't even know if I left cigars for him. I don't even remember because I, whatever. And then he must have um, left a half smoked one. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that the kid had in the Ziploc. Yeah. No. Well, you know, Tyler and and I know Tyler listens to this. So, like Havana Cigar Lounge. Uh, first of all, it's not that close to Prime. I mean, it's a good 15 minutes, 20 mm. minutes, which in cigar world. <laughs> Which in cigar world might as well be another country, right? It's just funny because in Wisconsin, that's everything is 15, 20 minutes away. Well, <laughs> you know, but um, so totally different clientele, uh, in my opinion. So, mm-hmm. um, but Tyler's done an amazing job with how he's built the brand in his shop and, and what he's done with it. So, mm-hmm. you know, I know Tyler listens. So thank you, Tyler. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he keeps inviting me down there and I never, that's that's the where I first, you know, when I first had my first cigar, that's where I went to Havana. You know, I used to mm-hmm. hang out there, but they, they let, you know, they let the place, not the place, but they let the humidor go so bad that it was just, Brad you know, everyone had, yeah, you just had Rocky and just. Their selection's amazing. Since he's been there, mm-hmm. he, he's got, I mean, anything that a boutique guy would want pretty much mm-hmm. is there. Yeah, he's I done a really, really good job. That's awesome. It's yeah, a popular it's place. I mean, I'm sure they make a ton of money mm-hmm. out there. It's always jammed. Oh yeah, it's a good place, good shop. But yeah, I got to get down there and meet Tyler and see what see what he's got going on. Yeah, you do. Are you gonna Are you gonna have another event down there? Uh, I, I don't know. We'll see. Um, Let's you know, Tyler. I actually, keep, I actually keep in regular contact with him, so you know, make we'll it happen, Tyler. Big Tyler. <laughs> we should do a podcast from there. Oh, that'd be awesome. That'd be great. Can't hear a damn thing. It's too much fun. No. Yeah. So, Brad, right. I got a question for you. Oh. So you're. Yep. It's good stuff. <laughs> you're, you you know more about boutiques than most people by a lot. What are mm-hmm. what are some of the boutique brands that people should be smoking right now that they might not be smoking? There's only one. Bespoke Basilica. That's all I think about. That's a good cigar. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah they I, they got a green one too. I can't think of what it's called. The like cottontail, cottontail, yeah. that's a good cigar too. What was I? What was I smoking yesterday? It's a really good <laughs> stick. I sent you guys a picture. Oh, the, the um, dapper, dapper. Oh, Yes, yeah. that's nice too. It sure is. HVC, cheap mm-hmm. and good. I smoke a lot of HVC. Get some, yes. get some patinas. Those are not bad. Yeah, I heard. <laughs> I hear they're pretty good. Um, uh, back and forth on the owner, but they can yeah. <laughs> uh, Man, I was smoking something the other day, and I was like, I don't remember what it was, and I was like, man, people got to smoke these. 
Didn't I text you guys? You didn't text me. No. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wanted to talk about it on the podcast. I don't remember it. Yeah, it's hard to sure. remember. It was an Illusioni or some real small band, real small brand. Yeah, no. it was a real small brand. I remember it now. It was a Davidoff. Yeah. <laughs> oh, here we go. We didn't even make it a half an hour. Uh. Uh, you know, and I don't, I don't know who listens to your podcast. I know you guys kind of focus on newer people. If they, you know, maybe meet some at, and or if they just find it online if they're looking for cigar stuff. But I never smoke Davidoff. It's just. It's, it's, the prices are just crazy. Yeah, you know who? I don't. I don't really ever. Ten dollars is my limit, you know, and I barely ever smoke ten dollars cigars. I don't know who. You know what, David? You know, and I've had the Davidoffs. People have sent me them, and they they are wild. But the thirty-five bucks, fifty bucks. I mean, that's to me, that's just crazy. Well, what? Brad, what, what did you think about our Davidoff Avo conversation? About them being similar? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't smoked enough Avo. Maybe you um, should. That, like the like the Davidoff Chef's Edition. I mean, how that's not comparable to anything. And the price yeah, is that. just the price is just bananas. Though I would never buy something like that. <laughs> I mean. And, and it seems like you guys talk about Davidoff every episode, how, you know, how awesome they are and how they're the true boutique manufacturer and how they do all this great stuff. But those prices, I don't know if I'd say they're the true boutique manufacturer. I like them a lot, but I thought, right, I thought, they're expensive. I thought it was a quote from uh, the Patina owner that Davidoff <laughs> was like the true boutique brand or like a real boutique of boutique brands with all their little small batch cigars <laughs> that they do. I said that? Doesn't sound yeah. like something I would say. No, what I said was their special, their limited editions typically are extremely good. Like, I'm not a huge fan of the regular lines, or at least the, the white label, but they're, um, I mean, their limited editions are some of the best cigars I've ever smoked, you know? Mm-hmm. I know. But, they, but, but Brad, you're a big Cuban guy. Mm-hmm. So you have your little pretentiousness going on there. Right, right. And I mean, but those aren't, I don't buy the $35 regional and. Well, what Cubans do you smoke? Yeah. Just off the shelf stuff, number twos and um, Monte Cristo number two. You know, those are probably about 10 bucks. 10 bucks? Um, Why are you getting them 10 bucks for them? The yeah. petite number, the petite well, number twos are like twelve bucks. The petite number twos are probably about ten. All the partigas are relatively ten dollars. If you're in Cuba, um, maybe. Drew, <laughs> <laughs> I got no. a friend who sells sells them in a nice glass top yeah, box get, for, for a dollar each. You're getting them on the beach <laughs> in Mexico. <laughs> They're legal now. <laughs> You need to send me an email if you're really getting them for that price. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, what do you, what do you what would a what would a Monte Cristo or a Partagas D? What Monty, do you think they cost? Money number two is probably bucks? fifteen to eighteen. Well, you're talking no. the petite number two, though, aren't you, mm-hmm. Brad? Oh, yeah. There's, there's yeah. a difference there. Yeah, maybe ten or twelve <laughs> then. 
Yeah, I don't think I don't think either of you guys are wrong. I think you're just talking about different cigars. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Ten dollars is my comfort zone. Smoking a so, smoking a petite number two though, you might as well just smoke a friggin' Lancero. No, it's a it's like a it's like a robusto. It's like a like a Power Ranger. What would you even call that? Yeah, the opus yeah, that, X, that like little bellicoso what, kind of. A yeah, thing. that's what it is, like a little bellicoso. Yeah, I don't mind that size at all. Nope, that, no, that's nice. different. That's different than the Petit Edmundo or whatever. Yeah, that's more What's like that a uh, mm-hmm. Corona. Corona. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that size is not bad. Cubans are just so tough because they're hit or miss, man. Yeah, they they have to sit. You know, otherwise you got to throw away a quarter of the box because they're just. Yeah, but Brad, I mean, okay, you're spending whatever amount of money, uh, ten bucks to pay for a cigar that you know you're going to have to let sit for a while. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, is that better than paying thirty bucks for a cigar you can smoke and enjoy right away? Because yeah. what's that dollar yeah. value though? Because how many? Okay, but think about this. Hold on a second. Because how many more cigars are you going to have to buy to smoke while that thing ages? It's taking, I'm going to be buying them. Taking I'm be buying them anyways, humidor real right? estate. Yeah, I'm not going to uh, be. Uh, it's investing, Mo. <laughs> I mean, it does depend on how many you got now, right? And how many right. you're going to let sit and all that fun mm. stuff. Once you got a yeah. big stash, you know, letting mm. stuff sit five years isn't even a thing. I like how Mo threw this back at me. I was ripping on him for smoking thirty-five dollars cigars, and he's like, "Bradley, how many boxes of cigars are you going to store?" <laughs> <laughs> I mean, nice. when you think about it, yeah. Because, I mean, because you're going to buy cigars that you're going to let sit. So, mm-hmm. as you're letting those sit, you're buying other cigars to actually smoke. Right. Right. So. Right. Just maintaining an inventory. <laughs> <laughs> you know. You know. If I didn't have an inventory, I'd be out of cigars and you know depending on the weather a month so yeah. you gotta keep a For little sure. bit yeah yeah i hear you you know some of these people have you know just tons and tons and tons of cigars yeah a lot of these big hey don't talk about me like that <laughs> yeah yeah you got how many cigars you got drew 500 um i probably have more than that oh that's awesome <laughs> hey, a, it's your hobby. You need know? somebody to come Get smoke it. them. I smoke right. one and then buy five more. So, <laughs> All right. well, they're, they're, gonna go, they're not going to go bad. So that's true. Yeah, that's debatable. Yeah. <laughs> Depends what you're buying. Yeah, that's true. I think after about the ten year mark. Anything is not fantastic anymore. Uh, my years ago for Father's Day, my wife went to Havana where Tyler works and she got me cigars for Father's Day. And she got me a Arturo Fuente Candela. Green, sickly green, just looked terrible. <laughs> looked like a looked like a dirty diaper green. And uh and the uh, cellophane on it was yellow already because it looked so sickly sitting there. No one ever bought them. 
So I never, I was, this thing sat in my humidor for like five years too. I'm like, I'm never going to smoke this thing. It's nasty looking, you know? And so one day, a couple summers back, I did, I lit it up. I'm like, I'm going to smoke this turd. And a Candela is a notoriously weak cigar. This mm-hmm. was one of the best cigars I've ever had. The, really? the flavors, the transitions, it was insane. And, you know, and you think a Candela that's probably 10 years old would be just dead. Flavorless. Yeah. yeah, and it it just took off. It was amazing. I wish I could go back there and get the rest of them. <laughs> you, you probably can. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tyler probably chucked them. And he's sitting on this gold mine. <laughs> They're still sitting on the back of the shelf yeah. there. And and he'll be listening to this till later tonight, and he'll be like, I got to grab these. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez. Well, uh, what, what's your question for Mo? What do you got? At the end there? Yeah. I guess we went. Well, no, we're not done yet. How, how, are you ending this, Drew? Yeah. Why? There's still more to talk about. What are you going to talk about? We have to revisit what we left off with last week. The comments on pictures and the new terminology that, that was made that we were made aware of. Let's get it. <laughs> My I like how God. Drew was like, I got somewhere to be tonight, and I was like, screw you, hippie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I said well, you, I said you got thirty minutes and it's now at thirty seven. Well, that's just how well, the cookie crumbles. <laughs> get her going, Mo. All right. So we, we had discussed last week about some of the inappropriate comments that, that people have, have put on cigar pictures, right, uh, or cigar-related pictures. So somebody who had listened to the podcast sent me this the is, Urban... This is on Facebook? Instagram mostly, but probably Facebook, okay. too. I'm yeah, not on get Facebook it anymore, places. so... It's um, basically when, when you have a woman smoking a cigar and all the stuff that like, thirsty guys say about it. Yeah. Yep. So uh, it was brought to my attention, and, and this was actually uh, by my girlfriend who said, This is, I think, what you guys were talking about, which made it even she more actually funny. She listens to this? Oh, yeah. You're yeah. screwed. Poor girl. Yeah. <laughs> so she says, um, So this is called a thirst trap. And thirst trap is defined on Urban Dictionary as. A sexy photograph or flirty message posted on social media for the intent of causing others to publicly profess their attraction. This is done not to actually respond or satisfy any of this attraction, but to feed the poster's ego or need for attention. At the expense of the time, reputation, and sexual frustration of those who view the image or reply. So, so it's like an attention grab. Any, right. Anyone that's on social media is thirsty for attention anyways right i think to a <laughs> you certain know, degree yeah that's right you're, but let you're me putting ask your you life out but let me approval. ask you I, you're <laughs> right you're right 100 percent. people are living for likes but let me all right let me let me pose this question to you let's say it is a thirst trap let's say somebody posts these pictures and they're, and they're looking for a certain type of attention and they have no intention mm-hmm. of of whatever but it still doesn't make it right what some of these guys say. Mm-hmm. I mean, no. some of this shit's ridiculous, man. Well, I mean, you know, how many actors and 
sports stars shoot their mouth off on Twitter and tank their career, you know, and then you got these normal, these perv guys, regular guys that got to shoot their mouth off when any, so it's, yeah, it's just tough. It's just, you know, and I got, and I got kids, you know, and, you know, they're probably shooting their mouth off on Twitter. And <laughs> <laughs> they're the ones. I mean, so Drew Cow. I mean, Drew Cow. Weigh in. What are, what are your guys' thoughts? I mean, the thirst trap. If I see dudes that I know replying in awkward ways on those yeah. pictures, I think that is hilarious. Like, not <laughs> in a good way, in a super embarrassing way. I think the same you thing. Got except that. I've, I've never seen anybody I know do it. Oh man, I've seen. I've seen people like related to people I know do it, and then I give them <laughs> right. for it because that's oh, hilarious. Well, well, you know who we're talking about when we do that. You know, oh, who yeah. I've called out a couple times. Yeah. Oh yeah. But Mo- you know, it's in. What's that? Mukau handled it good one time. I saw a girl. She tries not to. She's just a girl cigar smoker, and she doesn't do the thirst trap. You know, she just kind of. You know, she never puts her body or anything like that online, and some website or some or, uh, Instagram page wanted to have her on, you know, cigar bimbo <laughs> Instagram page. And she put a thing up and she said, no, I told you guys that I'm not going to be on the cigar bimbo page. Yeah, Thanks. Yeah. And, and Muka was like, we hate them. They use the, they use the adverb when they should have used the adjective or something. You remember <laughs> doing that? It was cracking Probably. me up. It's kind of the crap I would do. Oh, yeah. I was la- I was like, oh, this guy. You know, you got these dirt bags, and then you got Mukau with his like innocent <laughs> sense of humor. <laughs> That's how you win, man. You just, uh, the, you just the live best, your life. The best was when Mukau tried to gauge your mood by asking you how your NASCAR fantasy team did. He really didn't care <laughs> about your NASCAR <laughs> fantasy team. He just wanted to know what kind of mood you were entering. What are we in the podcast? Yep. How did it go? Yep. How was your league? <laughs> Good. I'm in second place. So, oh, that's that's the first loser. If I know anything I'm, about NASCAR, I'm still in the money. Buddy. <laughs> Wait, this is this is a real thing. I thought they were just screwing with you. Yeah, no. it's a it's a cigar. Don't oh. try to don't try to make it cool. No, it was uh, back when I was on a cigar forum. They had a little fantasy NASCAR league for cigars. Like you chip in like six cigars and. It's like fantasy football, but for racing. And I still play with, I don't know, about 12 cigar people. Nice. John Collins runs the league. You know him. Mo. Uh, let, let, who? Oh, yeah, I know him. Yeah, yeah, John. yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. From, uh, from, he's from Nebraska, right? No, 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 no. North, South Dakota. South, South Dakota. Dakota. Same yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> nice I feel like guy. half of those things are just they're mm-hmm. just excuses to hang out with people. So that's sure. yeah, that's all good. Mm-hmm. Just like most anything. So Brad, I'm going to ask you a question, and then we could wrap mm-hmm. it up because I know Drew's got to go. But mm-hmm. um, any thoughts on our topic about segregation in cigar shops? Because we were supposed to talk about it again this week, and looks like we're not going to. But any thoughts on that? Yeah, I, in, when I listen to that, you know, the the cigar shops, I feel, are like the only place, especially in Wisconsin, where different cultures, you know, get together, you mm-hmm. know, uh, but they can be segregated, you know, but I think it's more along friends, you know, like a group of friends that mm-hmm. are a certain culture kind of, you know, hang out and that maybe, but 
I, I can go to any bar here and it's not as diverse as a cigar bar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, and, and there it's is the gauge here, right? Cause Wisconsin's just segregated as can be. Yeah. You, you'd have to come up here to believe it. You know what? It's not in a bad way. It's not like in a racist way. It's just a certain culture is on this part of town, a certain culture, you know, it's not like people are messing with each other, but it's, you know, definitely segregated. All right. Well, I guess it's my turn on the hot seat. Yes. Patino Maduro, Patino Broadleaf. When are we mm-hmm. going to get it? That's um, a good question right there. That's what yeah. they want to know. It's, I saved it to the end. So, yeah, it's, a, it's a Borad leaf. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah, that's right. It's a Borad leaf. I remember uh, that. That's, that's what the factory, yeah. <laughs> uh, here, here's the, here's he, the bottom that line. His, is that, that was his thirst trap. Yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're thirsty for the Borad leaf. Tell that's us right. Uh, it will be uh, sometime in 2019. I just look, man. I and here's the criteria I tell people, maybe not as publicly, but I'm going to say it here. To me, Tatawahe makes the, bre- the best broadleaf cigars in the market. If I want to smoke a broadleaf, I'm going to smoke Tatawahe, whether it's Cajonu 2012 or Seventh Reserva or something like that. So. If I am, if I would take any Tatawahe broadleaf over what would be the Patina broadleaf, then it's not going to be released. Yeah. That's wow. how I look at it. Wow. And you're going to have really that by 2019? Huh? Right. You're going to have that by 2019? Mm-hmm. I hope so. He's got to smoke through the 50 million Tatawahe broadleafs that are out there and compare them all to the Patina. I mean, now... It's not going to be the same flavor or profile or anything like that because the one the one right now is is not like a, a Tatawahe broadleaf. It's it's honestly not like any other broadleaf, but I'm not sure if I'm comfortable with it yet. And that's just where I'm at. And until until I feel it is exactly what I want and it ages the way that I want it to age. Um then it's just not going to happen. I'm not going to rush something just because to rush it. It's got to be, it's got to be on point, man. You know what my wife's grandma used to say? I'm not Russian. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm Ukrainian. I mean, right. Yeah. <laughs> right. So we're expecting this new year or summer? Yeah. Hopefully before IPCPR next, you know, next IPCPR. That's the goal. Right. I didn't like that answer, but that's what I guess got to deal with it. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm willing to take not your best. So, believe me, from a from a brand standpoint, from a brand standpoint, and like my offerings, I need a Maduro. There's no doubt about that. Like, I'm I'm cognizant of that because I'm kind of mm-hmm. missing that market. Mm-hmm. But I'm not gonna do that just to do it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I just don't. I don't want to come out with something and slap a. Bl- no, man, it's gotta be. Right. It's gotta it's be gross. Legit. Right. This is my Maduro and it's gross. I can see what you're saying. I don't no, even smoke it myself. Po- right. <laughs> I mean, fuck that. You know, but you might be... like it. <laughs> like how I feel about it is if I'm in the mood for a Connecticut, I want to smoke a patina Connecticut. If I'm in the mood for a Habano, I want to smoke a patina Habano. If I'm going to smoke a broadleaf, I want to smoke the patina broadleaf. That's how I look at it. So like, mm-hmm. For me, that is the most important thing. When I'm in the mood for that wrapper, 
that's the cigar I want to smoke. That's how I look at it. All right. So. Good, good. Keep it up, man. Keep up your standards. Because I know Have a lot to. of this stuff uh, just doesn't make the cut sometimes. <laughs> nope. More important to make the dollars than the, than the quality. Is that a cigar yep. bun? What? That's your big gulp? Oh, yeah. <laughs> do, you guys, do you guys get... Do, do do cigars ever give you guys heartburn? Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. Really? Yeah, it nope. does for me. Not every time, but yes, sometimes. Yeah, once. Yeah, especially if I haven't eaten. Yes, that's when it's way worse. Yep. Yeah. Cow? Not at all? No. Hmm. Lucky dog. <laughs> Lucky. Well, what? boys. Let's shoot. That for was next. it. Been a pleasure. Shoot for next Glad week. You join us. Yeah, you yeah. got it. Hey, thanks a lot for thanks, saving uh, a seat for me this week, guys. Yeah, thanks, thanks for, for coming, for coming on, bud. Appreciate that it. That was great. All right, guys. Take care. Right, take take care. care. See you guys. <clears throat> Thank you for listening to the Salt and Smoke Cigar Cast. Be sure to check us out on all the social media platforms: Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, email us either about the podcast or about our cigar line at the Sultans of Smoke at gmail.com. Also, uh, if you want any Salt and Smoke gear, please get onto our website and to our online store. We have shirts and hats. If you're looking for anything else, please let us know and we'll get it up there for you. Thanks, guys. We'll uh, talk to you again next week.